When you've been through hell, leave sparks of fire wherever you go. Welcome to the Inspire Fire Podcast with author Winslow E. Dixon. Hello and welcome to the Inspire Fire Podcast. My name is Winslow E. Dixon. I'm a published author and founder of the Adrenal Alternatives Foundation. And today we're going to be discussing how to unbreak your heart. So if you're listening to this, you've probably had your heart broken. And let me first say that I am so sorry, but you will get through this. And we're going to discuss some surefire ways to help you move on in your life and create a new happy existence. So the first thing that we need to do whenever we're suffering from a breakup or a divorce or a separation is we need to purge their stuff. And I don't mean go out to a trash can, throw a match in it, and burn all their stuff and have some screaming separation seance. That's not what I mean. I mean you need to go through and eliminate those things that trigger those bittersweet memories. For example, if there are pictures of them in your home, put them away. If there are gifts that they gave you, put them in a closet, give them to someone else. If there's jewelry that they gave you, stop wearing it. You have to stop those triggers from being so available to where your mind can remind yourself of those things. Eliminate those triggers. Put the pictures away, take the ring off, purge their stuff so you can start to heal in your own heart. Another thing that we have to be vigilant of is this thing in the South we call shoulding on yourself. Now, this is where you say, I should have done this, I should have done that, and you just end up shoulding yourself into a terrible depressed mood. And so what we have to do is have to be very mentally vigilant of our thoughts towards the ended relationship, our thoughts toward that person, because if we're constantly living in a mindset of, I should have done this. I should have done that. Would that have changed things? You're not allowing yourself to heal. And what you're doing is you're continuously ripping open that wound and just letting all that sadness and all that depression and all the what ifs and the regrets, you're allowing those to just ooze out onto your life. And you can't do that. You can't do that and find healing. So really try not to should on yourself because you have to mentally Stay aware of those thoughts. Whenever you have those thoughts, oh, I should have done this, you just have to realize that, you know what? You don't know what would have changed anything. It might not have even changed anything. And so you have to truly rewire your brain to say, you know what? I made the choices that I made. I did what I did. And this is is where we're at. So don't should on yourself. Another thing that we can do is when we feel their absences. For example, if there was a tradition that you and your husband had or you and your best friend had or whatever relationship that is now over, if you had a tradition of, let's say, going out to the movies on Friday night or eating steak or something like that, when those nights come, you now feel those absences because those people aren't there anymore and you don't do those traditions. And so in those moments, you have the choice to either feel the absence or fill the absence. And so you have the opportunity to do things in those moments and in those times that you might not have had the opportunity to do before. Learn a new language. Pick up a book series that you have wanted to read. Do something that you may not have had the time to do. 
learn a new skill, paint a picture, pick up a hobby, anything that's going to fill that absence instead of making you feel that absence. You owe it to yourself through this grieving process to fill your life with good things that you enjoy, good things that you can enrich your life with. Like I said, learn a new language. Do something like that that's going to fill those moments. You don't have to succumb to the emptiness. You don't have to succumb to those sadness of just tragedy moments. You don't have to do that. You have to also accept that this is a loss. It is a devastating loss. It is tragic to have someone who was your entire world not be in it at all. And there are going to be moments that absolutely break you where you just think you won't survive. And in those moments, you kind of have to become friends with the lump in your throat because you have to get through this. And I'm not saying that to be insensitive, but I'm saying that you can't just lay down and die with this. You have a life to live and you owe it to yourself to live a new life. Yes, it's tragic and yes, it's unfortunate and we don't want this to be the reality, but it is what it is and we have to accept that this is a massive loss for us. And so you have to allow yourself to grieve. That being said, you don't have to let it overtake you. You don't have to be consumed by the loss. Like I said, you can fill it with things, but you do have to also have those grieving moments. It's okay to cry. It's okay to be upset. It's okay to have those emotions, but you have to feel them and then let them go. You can't live in a constant state of, oh, my husband left me. Oh, my family abandoned me. Oh, this, that, and the other. You can't live in those mindsets. You owe it to yourself to let go. And so whenever you have those thoughts of the devastation and the abandonment, you have to just say, I let it go. I let it go. I let it go. And a good mental exercise is you can see something that's bothering you in your mind. Let's say, you know, you write their name on a piece of paper, you put it to a balloon and you let it go. That's a good mental exercise is just say, you know what? I'm consciously letting this person go. They're no longer in my life and being sad isn't going to benefit my new life at all. So I'm going to let this go. Using those mental imageries to let go, whatever you want to visualize can help you work through this. Another thing that you can do is have a no regrets policy. And this basically means that whenever you think about your past relationship, friendship, whatever that is no longer um, viable, whatever happened, you, whenever you think about those betrayals, you have to have a no regrets policy. So you have to sit there and say, I don't regret anything. And it's, it's natural to have regrets and it's natural to want to go back and do things differently. But the truth is, is that we don't have working time machines and there's no flux capacitator that's going to fix your relationship. There's no way that you can go back in time. And so when you have those moments of regret, you have to just consciously, mentally say the affirmation, I have a no regrets policy. Because the truth is, is that, yeah, you probably weren't perfect, but I can assure you that they weren't either. And there were things that you forgave them for and they forgave you for. And that's what you do in a relationship. And I don't know your specific situation and I don't know what caused it to end. But the truth is, is that it ended. And you can't sit there and have regrets about it because that's not going to change the reality. You have to have an absolute no regrets policy. 
And another thing that we have to do sometimes is make our own closure. I don't know what your situation is. I don't know if you were left, if you left them. I don't know. Some of you got closure. Some of you may not have gotten closure. But sometimes we have to make our own closure. Sometimes people will never give you a goodbye. Sometimes you will never know what caused what happened to happen. And so you and yourself have to find your own closure. You have to find what soothes your own heart enough to say, you know what? This happened, but I'm not going to let it define me. I'm not going to let it own me. And I will find my own closure. I will find my own way to say goodbye. If you've had somebody leave you or something like that, a good exercise is to just write a letter. You don't have to give it to them. You can do whatever you want. Like I mentioned before, if you want to throw it in a trash can and burn it, now don't break the law or anything, but if you want to rip it up or, you know, say angry words while you rip it up, you have to find a way to find your own closure. So if writing a letter to them, never giving it to them, and then ripping it up helps you, find your own closure. Because the truth is, is that you can ask why all day long. Why did you leave me? Why did you do this? And they might not even know. You know, people go through things or, you know, mental health issues and there are midlife crises and you never know. And they might not even know. So it's not fair for you to withhold your own healing trying to get an answer that you'll never get. You might never get uh, an apology. But you have to forgive anyways. You might not ever get the goodbye, but you have to say goodbye anyways. You owe it to yourself enough to give yourself your own closure. And another thing is that you can't take their actions personally. Like I said, you don't know what's in another person's head. You don't know if they just up and left you. You don't know what was going on in their life. You don't know if they've been planning this. The truth is, is that you don't know. And you may never know. And so you can't take their actions personally. You cannot control another person. You cannot control what they do. You can't control what they say. You can't control how they act. You cannot take that ownership on yourself. And so if you're having trouble with your own worthiness and your own self-esteem because somebody left you, let me first say that you don't have to do that. You don't have to take their actions to heart because, like I said, they might be in a messed up place mentally and it had nothing to do with you. If somebody has an identity crisis and they don't even know who they are and they go off and hook up with somebody and cheat, that doesn't, that's not a reflection of you. That's a reflection of them. Start seeing people's actions as a reflection of who they are, not as a reflection of who you are. You cannot take the actions of another person personally. You are accountable for your thoughts, your behaviors, and your actions. And that is it. Not another person's, only yours. And the final thing that we can do to unbreak our heart is save your own soul. And let me explain what I mean by that. Sometimes there are things that happen in life that absolutely collapse your soul to the point that you don't think you're going to survive. And you're laying there in tears wondering how in the world can life go on this way. And it seems so strange that the rest of the world is just going on. The birds are singing, cars are going by, people are working, and your life has collapsed. And you have no idea what to do. It's soul-crushing moments. And so what do you do in those times? What do you do? Well, you have to save your own soul. You have to nurture your own soul. You have to love yourself enough to give yourself a chance to create a new life. Yeah, I know it sucks and I know it's horrible and I know it's devastating when somebody that you love more than life itself 
isn't even in your life. But you can't change that. They walked away or maybe some situation happened. Maybe you had to leave. I don't know. But I do know that you owe it to yourself to experience a new life. You owe it to yourself to even try. You owe it to yourself to experience new things and meet new people. And I don't know your exact circumstances and I know no one has a perfect life. But you owe it to yourself to at least give yourself a chance. You survived without them before. They weren't in your life forever unless they were from birth, which I'm sure that's not the case. But even if they were, you can still survive without them. You owe yourself the chance to find out who you are outside of that person. Maybe they were holding you back. Maybe they weren't. I don't know your specific relationship. But I do know that you deserve to try a new life. Fill your life instead of feeling those absences. Fill your life with things. Do things that you enjoy. Learn new things. Unbreak your own heart. Save your own soul. Because it might feel like you're collapsing and you can't go on, but you have to and you can. Find what fuels your soul. Find your purpose, whether it's your job, volunteer work, a hobby, your children, a family member, anything like that. Find what fuels your soul and pursue that. Sit back and think about what makes your soul happy and go after that as far and as hard as you can. Because this has been a devastating loss to you. You have lost someone that was very close to you and you deserve happiness and you deserve to find peace. So in that, save your own soul. Don't have the regrets. Let go and allow yourself to create a new life. We identify heavily with the Phoenix because even though she went through horrible burning and fire and flames, she still rose out of the ashes. And that's exactly what all of us do when we unbreak our own hearts. So let me just tell you that you are empowered and you can get through this. You absolutely can. So find what fuels your soul and pursue that as hard as you can. I hope that your heartbreak heals very soon. And I thank you for listening to the Inspire Fire podcast. My name is Winslow E. Dixon. Again, I'm a published author and founder of the Adrenal Alternatives Foundation. If you need to get in touch with me, my website is winslowedixon.wordpress.com. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Inspire Fire podcast by Winslow E. Dixon. For more information, visit winslowedixon.wordpress.com.